Today is Monday, the 27th of March, and this week we are focusing our prayers on the protection of God, as demonstrated in the Lord's Prayer when Jesus prays, Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. As I enter prayer now, I pause to be still and to recenter my scattered senses upon the presence of God. The Lord calls us to worship today with the words of Psalm 32. And we join with the ancient praise of all God's people, saying, You are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. Many are the sorrows of the wicked, but steadfast love surrounds the one who trusts in the Lord. Today I am reflecting on the words of Genesis 3, where the serpent comes to Adam and Eve in the garden to tempt and to deceive them. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden. Neither shall you touch it, lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. And she also gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loincloths. O Lord, How easily we are deceived into believing that you do not know what's best for us. Or worse, you do not want good things for us. Though you are a good father who promises to give good gifts to his children, we are quick to believe the worst of you. We things we want that we don't have, and we think, God must not love me, or he would give me that thing I desire. O Lord, forgive us. Our desires have made us blind, and we have missed the greatest gift you can give, relationship with you. Just as Adam and Eve chose a bite of fruit over walking with you, naked and unashamed in the garden, so we choose what we want over intimacy with you. Have mercy on us, O God, and draw near to us even still. As I return to the passage, 
I am struck once again by those deceptively powerful words of the serpent. Did God actually say? Four little words, and the seed of mistrust enters the world and starts to wreak havoc. Sally Lloyd-Jones in her Jesus Storybook Bible calls this the terrible lie, because with those four little words, our hearts immediately start to wonder, does God really love me? If he says no, does he really care? Where has God said no to you recently? Or maybe just not yet? Perhaps with a command that you wish wasn't in scripture or a closed door in life that you wish was still open. Years ago, I heard an RUF campus minister read the next few verses, and there was something about the tone of his voice that cut me to the quick. Who told you that you were naked? He read it like a father comforting a child. Who told you about this weighty thing that you were never meant to carry? Who made you feel shame about your nakedness, an experience that I never wanted you to feel? When I think about the commands of God as coming from this kind of father, a father who wants to protect me from the weight of the world, I find I can receive them differently. I hear them as his way of lovingly protecting me from the evil only he knows instead of keeping something I want from me. How does seeing God as a loving Father who longs to protect you change the way you feel about the no's or the not yet's that you have received? And now as I prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day, the Lord who loves me says in the book of Zephaniah 3.17, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Now let us pray as Jesus taught us to pray. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Today's meditation was written, read, and produced by Jess Springer with music by Michael Anderson.